Kingdom Speak listeners, we're back for another episode. We're going to get into relationships, technology, and all sorts of stuff. Jump on board. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. I love that bumper music. Oh, my new favorite. Brother Bill. 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 One more shout out to Bill. Yes. Rush isn't listening to us. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> we love Rush you, Bill. wishes he could listen to us right now. We love now. you, Bill. We love you, Bill. And we love our music. <clears throat> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Welcome back to Kingdom Speak for another Riveting episode. How are you gentlemen today? And that's good Doom. Glad to hear. Good, good, good. It's been a while since it he's has. done the premiere. Yeah. This is this is another premiere episode. That's right. Premium content. Yep. This is why you listen to Kingdom Speak. So let's get on with premier content. Five star review coming in on Apple Podcasts from a North Dakota. How do I say that? A North Dakotan? Mm-hmm. You got it. Wow. Never you been to North Dakota. You guys? Nope. You know, been there, been through a there. very cold place. North Dakota, for a Canadian, is one of the only times I've ever flown somewhere and wished I brought my coat. Every time I've flown anywhere else, mm. it's been better than where I left. It's pretty bad. When it comes to the temperature, when I got to North Dakota, it was worse than when I left. Yeah, I've been in Manitoba, which is Great very people close. there, though. Yeah. Oh, Just yeah. Brutal winters. So, a North Dakotan listens to us. That's, that's what I'm here to tell you about. Five-star awesome. review says, refreshing and convicting. I have been so amazed at the blatant honesty of these podcasts. The willingness to tackle these hard topics without sugarcoating has been both refreshing and convicting. Thank you for taking the time to do these and for making them available to the public. Uh-huh. Thank you very much for that. Amen. 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 Do you remember the episode, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, where you read the review about the couple that said they were inspired to mm-hmm. yeah. start a podcast, yeah. and we gave them the shout-out yep. and asked them to. Yep. They they sent us a message. Okay, so we know who it is now. So we know who it is. So we right. got to give them another shout-out. All right. So this is Chris, and the podcast is the Apostolic Journal. He said, hey, you guys read my review today. The podcast is the Apostolic Journal. Go check them out. That is just really cool. Neat. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for creating good content. Yes. So, today we're going to talk about connections. Connections. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Wireless, wired, you name it. You got it. You got it. So if you're a technology geek, this might be an episode that you're going to listen to. Maybe. You might disconnect halfway through. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Exactly. I got it. I got it. So this is a topic that you, I think you taught this, did you not, in a few years ago at the yeah. local church? And um, it's yes, been sir. something that we've had on the list yes, of topics to talk about. For a while, so absolutely, as it just happens, today's the day. So today welcome. is the day. Welcome. 
So if, if you're going to be productive in life, it's, it's all about managing relationships mm-hmm. and balancing the art of knowing who to connect with mm-hmm. and who you should disconnect from. Yep. That's, that's, that's really the crux of everything that we're, that we're going to be talking about in today's uh, mm. episode. So there's the Reader's Digest condensed version. Did you know um, Japan's in trouble? Did you know that? Does Japan listen to us? Uh, I don't know. Somebody. There must be one in Japan. Ah, uh, we got to have a shout out from somebody in Japan. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. Really? Yeah. I've eaten but at a few of the restaurants. <laughs> not the same thing. Not the same thing. I want to see that skyline at night. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can get up on those that mountain and see it. Yeah. It looks pretty. It's about like Sis and Red Randy. Oh. It'd be about the same. Yeah. Oh. For those of you that are listening, if these guys kind of space out a bit, it's because they've got Tari on the mind. Tokyo on the mind. They (laughs) are on the way out. By the time you're listening to this. They're going to be like slurping lattes under the Eiffel Tower. Hallelujah. It is going to be beautiful. Hallelujah. See what I'm saying? They're already gone. Come back. You guys remember where we're at right now? Just check. All right. We're about to wrap this thing up. Yeah, would you just (laughs) close this podcast so we can leave? Thank you. Thank you, Pastor, for that word. Wow, that was amazing. Yeah. We should do this Can I get a hallelujah? Yeah. 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 So Japan's in trouble. So Japan's in trouble. They've been in trouble before. They have. Yes. (laughs) They've caused a bit of trouble before. I'm not going to Bible bomb that. Yeah. No. No, that wouldn't be good. No, that no. would be insensitive. Yes, it would. Yes. We would That'd be, be casting the pearls before this one. <laughs> You've been harboring that for yeah, a while. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. The 2010 consensus for Japan says that there was 128 million people mm-hmm. there. They are forecasting the projected consensus for Japan in 2060 to be 87 million people. Mm-hmm. That is a problem that must be addressed. So I'm just looking at the numbers here, and we are approximately, give or take, a million. 40 million people difference. Yeah. Not in the good direction. Yeah, over a 50-year span. Whoa. Okay, so if you use the... the average of a generation being about 40 years mm-hmm. then they're they're losing oh, man. a pile of people in one generation what's happening to them that's what they're after what's <laughs> where, happening where are they going where are the people going <laughs> yeah okay? so they're they're they, this this is legit stuff mm-hmm. the prime minister um a, a few years ago mm-hmm. actually said that he would begin looking into it they're they're task force and forming committees wow. and and so they feel like infertility is part of the issue mm-hmm. okay but the greater issue is that there are they're discovering that there are relationship issues mm-hmm. one stat claims that there are that 69 mm-hmm. percent of the 25 to 29 year old men are remaining bachelors mm-hmm Okay, there is an increasing percentile of men who are okay with mm-hmm. being bachelors. Mm-hmm. They are they are hesitant. They know there's economic implications. There mm-hmm. are 
relationships can be sticky. Sure. Responsibility. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's a responsibility associated with it. Mm -hmm. And so these men are shying away from it because of the fact that there is a way Mm -hmm. to get the pleasure out of having a relationship Mm. without committing to the relationship. Mm. And this is affecting on a very grassroots level Mm. the birth rate Hmm. of an entire nation that that is troubling them. I think we see in all cultures, I mean the cultures that we are familiar with, obviously I was not familiar with this, But you see definitely cultures are trending towards casual relationships. Right. Without real connections. Right. Right. And how often are you hearing Mm -hmm. that, um, no, we're not going to have children? Mm -hmm. It's getting more and more. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. To 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 the place where in a traditional familial Mm -hmm. Judeo Christian sense of the word, a young couple get married. Mm-hmm. And shortly thereafter, begin having children. It's almost scoffed or scorned. Well, yeah. The the don't you know what causes that? The you know, there's a lot of things about it. So if you want two fancy cars and a fancy house, right? Then right. you you trade everything else for that, right? There's that side of it too. Exactly. Based on poor a poor ideal of what your life is going to be. Yeah, so I want to pursue my career first. I want to get it mm-hmm. I want to get it established. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we will add it. And so mm-hmm. those okay, you've got two camps. Mm-hmm. Well, m- more than that. You've got you've got those that are the, maintaining that traditional view mm-hmm. that there is no higher calling for a, a a lady than to be a mother and raise children in the fear and nurture and admonition of the Lord. Mhm. But you have those that go, no, we're not even going to go there. We're just going to pursue career. Mm. We, we we are going to be a no-child marriage. Mm. Then you have those that, and you see this, if you travel at all and, and you go to the uh, Epcot Center, Disney mm-hmm. World, whatever, yep. and you see the 55-year-old man pushing the carriage, and it's not his grandson. Yep. Yep. Right? It's his son. And then that unlocks a whole. Uh, mm. So I think we've got to come back to why are relationships formed? And it's impossible to have a discussion about relationships without talking about marriages. Mm. Um, that was what God established in the book of Genesis when he created man. He created man and woman. Mm. Woman was created to be a helpmeet for man. Okay. Mm. And in a society that is driven by pleasure and what uh, what relationships can do for me, mm-hmm. that is really counter to th- the reason that relationships were originated in the first place. Mm-hmm. Not that pleasure is not a part of that marital relationship, but the reason that Eve was introduced to Adam was that Adam could not fulfill the mandate that had been given to him in isolation. Okay? Yeah. God is the only entity. God is a spirit. God is not male nor female. 
He is the only entity that in and of himself, in isolation, right. without the need of any other deity right. or being, he can be fruitful and productive. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say God is the creator. Yes. Right? Right. He can create whatever he wants, whenever right. he wants. And he created a lot of stuff. He did. <laughs> and he created you in his image. But the one thing that he didn't give you is the ability to be productive mm. in isolation. Right. It's not good. It's not good for man to be alone. That's right. So in order for man to multiply and reproduce yes. and replenish. I know you've said this a lot, but I just had to throw this in. There are so many life principles packed into Genesis. Oh, it is. It you know, is. We could do a podcast. It is the beginning for a reason. Right. It's amazing to, to read through Genesis. And then you just, it's like almost like Proverbs where you pack all of these principles into such a quick Absolutely. creation story. Absolutely. Right? It's amazing to read. So it is impossible for man to accomplish that purpose alone. So God gave Eve to Adam, mm -hmm. woman to man, mm -hmm. as a help meet mm -hmm. with, with absolutely no, uh, no degrading mm -hmm. tones at all. She was a tool to help Adam accomplish mm -hmm. his calling. She wasn't a toy mm -hmm. that was just for his pleasure. Mm -hmm. She was something that was added to Adam. Mm -hmm who was created in the image of God, mm. but was created with a deficit. There was a need mm. to form relationships so that he could accomplish. So, so and I, go ahead. We have, so now we're going to have all these husbands who listen to King to speak, who are going to go home tonight and call their wife a tool. You tool. <laughs> you are my favorite tool. How is that going to go Ooh. over? <laughs> do not do that. Pastor McGillop didn't say that, anyone. Police. Exactly. So let me ask you this, because... This could easily turn into a podcast about marriage, right? Which right. is going to be a bit, but what about people who are listening who are, I don't know, to the point in their life where they don't, don't do not longer think that they're even going to be married? So they're single. And, yeah. And, yeah. Right. What about those people? Absolutely. I can't be productive? So until you're married, you can't be productive. Exactly. No. And and I, I think that's very important, and thank you for highlighting that, because... You don't have to be married to be productive, but you still can't be in isolation. Ah, uh, very. You very still good. can't be in isolation. Very right. good. Right. You, the devil's in the details there. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So you still need other relationships yep. to come alongside you yep. and help you accomplish what God has purposed for you. And there, that is a. a we we probably should have a, a session on. On, on the power of those that are still single. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's one of the devil's lies is to tell them, because I'm not mm -hmm. married, mm -hmm. I'm worthless, I have nothing to add. No, you still need relationships yeah. to be productive. Yeah, very key. Very you key. may not have a husband or you may not have a wife, but you need relationships. Mm. So uh, although marriage is not, the crux of what we're wanting to talk about here, you can see how, in a very literal sense of the word, word you have an entire nation mm -hmm. that is grappling with the fact that they have men. I believe mm -hmm. pornography plays into this. Mm -hmm. The adult industry, mm -hmm. the industry that says it's all about pleasure mm -hmm. and it's not about productivity. Mm -hmm. 
So take that and lay that as as a as a as an overview on relationships in general. Oof. Relationships need to be about productivity more than pleasure. Mm. When you connect with someone, if the only reason you are connecting with them is because they bring pleasure to you rather than enable you to yep. become more productive, then those are the relationships, and it comes back to this. Who do I connect with? Mm. Who do I disconnect from? Boy. Yeah, and if yeah. I may say this, if all of your friends leave you when the fun runs out, Hey, well said. Good indication that well said. didn't have good friends in the beginning. Well said. A real friend is the guy that sticks around. Exactly right. You want people that stick to you. Yes. Right? So the idea of being joined together mm-hmm. obviously works in marriage. What God hath joined together, mm-hmm. let not man put asunder. But then also in relationships broader than that husband and wife relationship, mm-hmm. who I join myself with ultimately becomes who I who who I become identified by. Yeah. Okay? So who you're connected to mm-hmm. be, be, begins labeling you. Oh, totally. Okay? Yeah. yeah, and we could do an entire podcast on friends are we trying are we trying to get a series out of this i or? feel like when we had pastor woodward on and what yeah. were we up to eight episodes yeah exactly <laughs> he's like exactly. that's another podcast that's another podcast exactly yeah look at first corinthians chapter 6 and verse 15 first corinthians six fifteen says know ye not that your bodies are the members of christ shall i then take the members of christ and make them the members of an harlot god forbid what know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body for two saith he shall be one flesh, but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. So if you join to a harlot, you mm-hmm. are a harlot. You pick up the identity of what you join yourself to. Mm-hmm. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay? So although although this clearly has a the undertones, and he's dealing specifically with becoming intimately connected Mm-hmm. with a harlot, he's also saying you can't become intimate with God and then go be intimate with a harlot and come back and be intimate with God and go back and be intimate with a harlot right? without complicating this. Right. What you join yourself to, mm-hmm. okay? You just said this, but here's another podcast on this. That's why sexual sins mm-hmm. are, are of such an important nature. Because yes. when you join yourself bodily with something, mm-hmm. it's different, okay? Mm-hmm. And we're just going to leave that there. But what you join yourself to on a relational level, you become. Right. It identifies you. Well, I'm just friends with him, mm-hmm. and I've joined myself to him, but, you know, I, I, that's not who I am, really. Yeah. I got a bike yeah. and a vest, but I'm not in the biker gang. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We've all heard the, the young guy that just got caught in the wrong crowd. Yes. He just got hanging around the wrong guys. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so it seems how you brought that up. Let's yep. talk about the progression of it yep. because maybe that guy's listening to us right now. Yeah. Okay? So there is a progression of this in numbers. Mm-hmm. Numbers 25. Describes it. Go ahead, beginning at verse 1. And Israel abode in Shittim, 
And the people began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab, and they called the people unto the sacrifices of their God, and the people did eat and bow down to their gods, and Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor. Okay, notice the progression there. Okay. They abode. Mm-hmm. Then so they joined. Then they joined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? It never starts with intimacy first. Mm-hmm. It starts with association. Then it becomes intimate. Yep. So they abode in this place. Now, Shittim is located between Egypt, but it's not in the promised land. So I'm not where I was, but I'm not exactly where I, I need to be, and I'm just kind of hanging out. Wow, that's very good. Okay? It's, it's the land of, of maybe, we could say it this way, casual acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything we could highlight here, how many relationships can you have that are just casual? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. There's, there's, there's very little about relationships that can be just deemed casual. Somebody, the, the needle is constantly going to be pulled one way or the other. Mm. Either they're influencing you or you're influencing them. Mm-hmm. Okay? They abode there, and then they joined there. Think Lot. <clears throat> yep. He's a righteous man. He's a just man. Yep. And he goes to Sodom and Gomorrah, and he begins abiding in Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. He's vexed by what is taking place there. Mm. But I'm telling you, Sodom is winning. Right. Lot is not changing Sodom. Mm-hmm. Sodom begins changing Lot to the point that when God is getting ready to judge Sodom and Gomorrah, he's going to rain down you know, brimstone and mm-hmm. sulfur, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and he's annihilating the place. He sends the representatives in to bring uh, Lot out of where he is abiding. Yep. But the problem is, is he abode there long enough that his children began getting intimate with people there. Yeah. Okay, do you see the progression again? So Lot didn't. Right. But his kids. Yeah. But his kids. But it started affecting Lot's thinking, and this Mm -hmm. is troubling to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because when the, when the men of Sodom in their perverted state mm. showed up at, at Lot's house because they wanted to join themselves to those righteous messengers that had come to deliver mm. Lot from Sodom, notice, notice Lot's response to this. It, it baffles me. Mm. He doesn't want them, them uh, becoming intimate with these men. So he offers his daughters. Mm, yeah. Now, kudos to Lot for wanting to defend the messengers from God. Mm-hmm. But he's still so affected by the perverse thinking of Sodom and Gomorrah that he somehow thinks a solution is, I'm offering my daughters in exchange for protecting them. Wow. Wow. Where you abide does begin to affect mm-hmm. who you become intimate with and how you think. Hmm. Okay? So when you come back to this story of them abiding their, mm-hmm. their children, as, as lots did, mm-hmm. 
They're not in Egypt, but they're not in the promised land. They begin bonding and becoming intimate mm. with the children of where they abode. It is the responsibility of every God-called pastor. Mm-hmm. It is the responsibility of every parent raising children. Mm-hmm. And it is for sure our individual responsibility to, to ensure that we do not connect to anything that originates mm-hmm. from the regions that we find ourselves abiding in. Mm. This world is not our home. Mm-hmm. We, we better be vexed by what is going on in our world. Oh, man. So we cannot become so connected to our world that we lose the vexation mm-hmm. for what is going on in our world. Mm-hmm. Does that, does totally. that, that, that's what's got to, that's what, that's what. And so the question then becomes, how, how can you impact the world? Yeah, that's the dilemma that we always face, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's it. Is, is it possible to impact the world while you're, while you're being separate from the world? In the world, not of the world. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let's read Ezra, the ninth chapter. And this kind of reiterates it one more time. Now, when these things were done, the princess came to me saying, the people of Israel and the priests and the Levites have not separated themselves from the people of the lands. So they didn't separate. Okay. Doing according to their abominations, even of the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, all Egyptians, the guys. And Amorites, all the ites, yep. for they have taken of their daughters. Now for that's themselves. that's a mouthful right there. That's a major statement. Mm. See that? They didn't separate. Mm-hmm. And because they didn't separate, their daughters and sons took mm-hmm. from the daughters of all the Perizzites, Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, Egyptians. Canaanites, Amorites, all of them, okay? Mm-hmm. And the holy seed mm-hmm. has mingled with the people of the lands. Mm-hmm. Now, as a prophet, he said, I'm rending my garments, and I'm plucking the hair off of my head because this is troublesome to me. Mm-hmm. This generation of God's people thought that they could mingle and meddle. Now, do you know what that word mingle there is? It means to meddle or fellowship or intermingle with that seed. The holy seed mingled. So that, that's not just of something of, of sexual nature or intimacy. It is something on a fellowship level. They fellowshiped with the people of the land, and then it went to a taking or becoming intimate with. So once again, reiterating the fact you're identified by what you join yourself to. Mm-hmm. You are identified by what you join yourself to. So how does the church strike that balance of being in the world, but not of the world, and impacting the world that is around us, but not connecting to the world to the point that the world impacts us? Right. Okay? Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've, I've thought about this, and I've, I've read about these accounts in... In Africa, where where leprosy ran rampant, and they would they would isolate people. I can go in there as a doctor. Didn't you guys call me a doctor a few episodes ago? Yeah, Dr. McKillop. Yes, Doctor McKillop. Thank you. <laughs> I could go in there as a doctor 
and step into a leper colony and treat them mm-hmm. and leave. And nobody think anything of it. But if I moved in and started living and cohabitating with them, then everybody's going to go, you better watch it. This, this, this guy just might have picked something up from them. I think that has to be the approach of the church with the world that we're in. We have got to be able to go in and administer the gospel mm-hmm. without cohabitating mm-hmm. with those that we're trying to reach. Does, does that totally does that make sense? Yep. Yep. I think another good example to use is the is is the Good Samaritan where we saw guys walk by and not make a connection with the dude laying in the ditch. Yes. But there there was a guy who, yes. who got his hands dirty. Yes. Made a connection, right? Healed him up. Yes. Right? There's You're right though. There's that dilemma of, man, how far is too far? Okay, yeah. maybe we could say it this way. We've got to learn how to help the world we're in without hurting ourselves. Right? Yeah. Very very well said. Yep. Very very well said. Okay. And that that's somewhere where you gotta you gotta you gotta talk to your pastor about it. You gotta you gotta. Well, I'm trying to be friends. I'm trying to win. I'm trying. That's good. That's good. You need to help as much as you can, without hurting yourself in the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this comes back again to learning the delicate art and balance of being connected to the right people and disconnecting. Mm-hmm from those that are hurting you. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you haven't heard our episodes with uh, Pastor Ed Snyder, uh, he has a great section in one, I think the second episode where he talks about... Toxic relationships. Toxic relationships. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Moving away from just the spiritual stuff, it's that same thing of, man... Right. When this relationship is not a net positive... Right. If I keep holding on to this, I'm just going to lose ground. Right. Okay. And so you, you say, well, what, why why are you talking about this on Kingdom Speak? What mm. what what real to life impact does what you have what you're mm. talking about have on me? Mm. It's because our society has evolved into one of the most connected societies I think in the history of humanity. For sure. Well, we can bring technology into this discussion, right? Well, it has to be brought into it. Okay. We, we're using technology for this discussion, right? Honestly. If if yeah. you if you roll back a hundred years, you needed a certain a certain personality type to be able to connect with people. The introverts didn't connect with people. That's right. Okay, but we're we are in we're in a we're in a society now where technology mm, sure. does the linking for you. Totally, I can connect with you without you even seeing me. Right. Yeah, and so. Introverts can connect mm-hmm. and have a network of people that in a real-to-life setting, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have. Yeah. Yep. Okay? Yeah. So we are raising a generation. There's a generation that is raising. Okay. So you, you, you hear the whistleblower talking about the impact of the algorithms that, that drive Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. They're, they're saying anybody under, what is it, 11, 13, something like that, is not permitted to have an Instagram account. 
okay? And how that they drive it because they know that negative news sells. They know that negativity is what drives the social networking engine. Mm-hmm. So these 11-year-old girls up through their preteen, you know, preteen up through the early teen years are are being driven by dietary issues and mm-hmm. and the uh, self-harming. Yeah. Promoting self-harming because they're starving themselves to death. That's not driven even by what they are trying to connect to. That's an algorithm that is connecting them. Mm-hmm. Okay? There has to be the whole discussion of bullying and the cyberbullying, the online stalking, that that all of a sudden you find yourself connected to people mm-hmm. that really you didn't even want to be connected to. Yeah. Oh, it's it's brutal. It's brutal. Cyberbullying and youth, it's unbelievable. If you start looking into statistics on that, even in Canada. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah. How bad it is. So why 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 do you have your account just open? Mm-hmm. So that anybody can connect to you. Exactly. You are worth more than that. Totally. Okay? You got to manage your connections. You've got to manage that. Yep. You've got to say, uh, nope. Nope. Uh, nope. Mm-hmm. Google is tracking everything that we're searching, and then it's feeding us mm-hmm. the constant narrative of, oh, you guys wanted to go to Paris. So everything else that you see is now mm-hmm. Eiffel Towers and little French cafes. Yeah. Yep. Right? That's right. Why? Because it it picked up on that and it tries to connect you with that. You have to you have to be intentional on disconnecting, even down to like, man, one of the things that annoys me about iPhones is the notifications. You know, the more apps you get and the more notifications. Right. Like one of the worst things I think a human can see is like if you open your iPhone and you look at your mail and you get like 7,000 mail messages <laughs> on Red. If you are that person, oh, stop police. listening right now. And fix and it. Go fix that problem. Fix it. Select all Mark as Red. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking to your wife right yes, now. Yes, you are. Go ahead. Let the Holy oh, Ghost use you. Listen, yeah. if you're listening, First Lady, yes. we, we've got a problem. Yes. We need to fix it. You got it. Yes. You notifications it. like it's it's a huge part of your phone where if you can just go through an hour without getting notifications yep because it's like on you all the time it's just right on you on you on you right right so if you're, you right. literally say okay well i'm gonna go study or i'm gonna go pray so you gotta take that thing and like put it in a different room you do it's, you do you have to be intentional with it you do even in your personal life and then it comes down to a, a measuring self-worth okay so I don't have as many followers as this guy. And so now I feel like, hey, I actually got, somebody reached out to me last night. And okay. I think it was $75. Got me like 10,000 followers. So really? I'm now popular. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. Yep. Check it out. Whoa. Man, you're worth something now. You're wearing a tie today, listen, so there's something. Listen, I'm connected now. You are connected. So... You've got a LinkedIn account. You've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, man. It, it, it's just nonstop, okay? It's too much. And I've got folks reaching out, you know. So, hi, I am Bishop so-and-so from wherever, and I would like to connect with you, and I have an orphanage, and I have... And you know what? It, it, it all could be true, 
Mm -hmm. But your existence and my existence and the fact that we're both in the ministry doesn't even mean that we need to be connected. We have got to teach our kids. Mm. We have got to learn it ourselves. We got to we got to learn how. Are you ready now to disconnect? Mm -hmm. To disconnect because you used to not be able to connect if you didn't have a personality and you just couldn't reach out. Mm -hmm. Now it all happens for you organically. Your device starts going. Hey, so and so in your contact list is on Twitter. Would you Mm -hmm. like to connect with them? No. (laughs) No, I don't want to. Yeah. Right. Why, why are you even telling me that? Yeah. I have their number. If I need them, I will call them. And Awful. It's because it's continually pushing us all together. And if yeah. we don't take the time to teach our, our children mm-hmm. how to go, no. No. I don't need 500 plus to be on my LinkedIn profile. It doesn't matter if I'm connected to that many people. Do you want to go really controversial? All right. All right. Go for it. I'm. I'm not even gonna. It, it's. It's. It could be controversial. But we'll probably. We'll just mention this on the side. You know, like everything else. But it comes down to another great question. Uh, as you know, I work in a school. Um, how young should you have technology? Why? Why do you need those connections when you're ten years old? Absolutely. Absolutely. Honestly, because I am an adult and I, the more I take breaks from it, the better I feel. <laughs> okay. So we're, I'm we're serious. Right. But we're, we're talking about this in the sense of you need to know how to manage it. Yes. Right. And you actually think a nine-year-old knows how to do that. <laughs> I know that is controversial. Yeah. Okay. But can we talk about it? No, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, I've got a 14-year-old son that doesn't have a device. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It I'm not here he to. Doesn't, I'm not here to set the standard for everybody else. All I'm telling you is he is still learning how to manage other things in his life. Yeah. So true. Not to say he doesn't know how to run an iPad or dial a number clearly on an knows. iPhone. Right? He clearly knows. So you can allow him to use it and experience it and take pictures and videos and. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but you at this point are disconnecting him from it, right? Because I feel that this generation is going to, if if they don't know, and if they don't learn the art of being able to say, no, I don't want to connect with you. Yeah. Then they're going to be overrun. Do you know that my son's never been cyber bullied? Well, yeah. That's a hundred percent. Never. Guarantee you won't. I've never had to reprogram how he thinks about something that he discovered. Mm. Okay. I'm not naive. I know that the 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 threshold for exposure to pornography mm. is like 11 or 12 years oh, of age. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you, do you not think that maybe devices play into this? And yeah. again, this is just to kind of throw out a bit of a prod that goes maybe yeah. maybe we should just just we you know though what they're saying right now listening to us if they haven't shut us off by now. Yes. Well, you guys are just old curmudgeons, you know. You guys are just count me in ranting against technology. I mean, we probably use more technology than most people. <laughs> yep. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. But I really, I feel that way. Like, there's the the more I'm off it, I just feel better. It's nice to sit with people and talk and have a coffee. And Absolutely. Just, because if not, you get so much into this. That well, we've done that with the school. Then the people around. Right. They've lost the ability to do this. Yeah. At a table 
looking at each other in the eye yeah. and yeah. just communicating. Yeah. Now, that relationship, mm-hmm. that relationship is worth investing in. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That relationship is worth $10,075 followers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. When's the last time you just went and had coffee with somebody? But, okay, this is where you see it. You see it revealed in the immaturity, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I'm as guilty as any, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm not just speaking down to a younger generation because mm-hmm. it can get a hold of us, and it is immature. Yes. Where I've got to say I'm not going to have my device at the supper table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You as a grown man. As a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think a nine-year-old yeah. has that, okay? And so your nine-year-old has it, and you're monitoring the device. Kudos to you. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. That's great. That's, that's great. great. Awesome. Okay? Yeah. You need to. That's basically what we're saying. You need yeah. to. Because even as adults, mm-hmm. we have by and large lost the ability to manage connections. For sure. And it's not just us that says this stuff. If you just look at digital detox... There's yes. guys who are making huge careers out of oh, going yeah. around. Yes. I mean, they use technology to push out their message. But yes. it's like, yeah. you know, there are some guys that say, like, go for six weeks without using a device. Yep. Have you read uh, How to Break yep. Up with Your iPhone? No. You it's actually good. told me about yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. It's a good book about, yep. I mean, this, yep. like, go because, on vacation and go on vacation. Because everything about that device is to get you to as connected as possible with as many people as possible so that they can... Learn as much about us as possible. Think about it. We volunteer our information to them. We give them when we were married, when we're birth, our birth dates. We give them our favorite restaurants. We let them know. They can check it all. Okay. At some point, Mm -hmm. at some point, it's just okay. And and we've got to we've got to we got to realize this. Mm -hmm. It's just okay to say no. Yeah. Just get off it for a while. Have you ever gone into? A store of late, and they say, "Can we have your email address?" And you go, "Uh, no." I do it all the time. No, no. and they look at you like you've lost your mind. Yeah, no, I don't want. Why it. do I want you to have my email address? Oh, we need it for the receipt. No, you don't. You, you just just let me buy it. Yeah, and I'm going to go out. I don't want your propaganda. I don't want to be connected to you. Yeah, I don't want 16 emails a day about candles. Yes, I don't want it. Exactly. <laughs> Don't want it. But we've got to learn to go, it, yeah. it's okay. It's okay to not be connected to you. And I don't need to be shamed into it or, or no. guilted into it. No. That being said, have you gone to Kingdom Speak and signed up? <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> Listen to us. Yes. Hey, we don't have an email campaign, so you're fine. Yeah, we don't sign anyone. Yes. It's premium content only. Kingdomspeak.ca is a great spot, by the way. We don't we don't push this enough because we're probably too paranoid of being those people, but get on kingdomspeak.ca and join the discussion. Um, it's a safe spot to ask questions and buy great coffee cups. There you go. Oh yeah. That was a, Oh yeah. Man, it's so, it's where we're at, right? Oh. We, we're, we're living in this in the next 25 years. Maybe there'll be a revolution where everything just goes off the grid. Well, there's, there's interesting, there's interesting statistics that's that, that, that point to, Facebook losing its grasp on some of the younger, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the, the younger generation that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here is something that we need to throw out just for consideration. As a parent with a child that has a device that has social networking, mm-hmm. 
do you know who your kids are connected to? Hmm. Okay. So coming back to what we talked about at the beginning, what you join yourself to identifies you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can, I can, I can remember my parents being really cautious about even allowing me to go to gospel concerts when I was a kid. Okay. You can say they're old fogies. You can say whatever you want to say. If you they, really want to date yourself, start talking about your technology when you, when you lived at home. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. People are going to learn some stuff at this time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay. So they would let me go. Yeah. To the odd concert. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they were, they were very cautious about it. But one thing I was never permitted to do is go buy the banners and the posters All right. and bring them home and plaster my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Okay? Again, I'm not incriminating anybody else. I'm telling yeah. you what I was not allowed to do. Sure. They did not want me idolizing mm-hmm. anything that was not apostolic. Well, they were conscious about your connections. Connections. Yeah. Okay? Sure. I get it. So Luke 15 talks about the prodigal son Mm -hmm. having to leave the house and joining himself with a citizen of that country. Yeah. So he could not, you ready now? He could not join himself to the citizen of that country in the father's house. He had to leave the father's house to join himself to that citizen. Mm -hmm. The peril of the day that we're in is that it's possible for our children to join themselves to the citizens of the country that we're in while they're still in the bedroom at the father's house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I, as a teenager, growing up, I can tell you where I was first exposed to pornography. Mm. And I was working to working a weekend job. Mm. Okay? So I could not join myself to that mm-hmm. at home. I knew that when I went to work, I was going to have to have my guard up. I had to I had to have that firewall of protection, if you will. Mm. But I also knew that when I left that job site on Saturday night and went back to my home, I was home free. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to fight that. Do you know that this generation can now join themselves while they're still in the father's house? Yeah. Wow. And become one with the citizens of this country. Boy, so being hard on parents right now, Pastor. So so, oh, we're going double down. Here we go. <laughs> now I can follow mm. that group that I went and heard, and my parents wouldn't let me hang their posters on the wall. But now I can follow them, and I know what they're doing every hour of every day. Mm-hmm. And I can very easily begin to idolize the success of the citizens of this country. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that's one thing if it's your favorite gospel group. Mm-hmm. But what happens if Johnny begins idolizing mm-hmm. mainstream mm-hmm. fashion kings and queens? Yeah, man. 
you wonder why they have poor body images, poor definitions of what success is, poor morals. Why is he speaking that way? Where'd that attitude come from? Why is he responding this way? Why is he wanting to wear that? And why is he refusing to wear this? Mm -hmm. Why is she all of a sudden obsessed about her weight? Why Mm -hmm. all of a sudden is he struggling with his mental health? Why is he depressed? Why? Yeah, the decline of mental health in youth. Right. It's tied 100% to that stuff. Right. 100%. He feels worthless. Oh, man. It's Do awful. you know that he could be being bullied? Do you know that someone could be dropping stuff in his inbox? Terrible. Okay? Mm. Because he's because he's still in the Father's house, we think he's safe. Mm-hmm. But those connections and the tentacles of those connections can reach sure. into the most intimate spaces of our apostolic homes now and it can begin affecting our children. Yep. Okay? Yep. Do you know? Do you know that you need to have some house rules? Yeah, like you said earlier. So, you need some house rules. So for children, yes. And then for you as an adult, you need rules. Yes. <laughs> like you said, yep. a very simple one. Yep. Don't bring the phone to the table. Yes. Yep. The average yes. age that a child sees internet pornography is 11. Is that it? There you go. Okay, so the two things are this. You need to learn to control who you connect with. Mm -hmm. Okay? Why are you following the pop star? Why are you following the most recent episodes of whatever? Mm -hmm. So you may not sit down and watch the movie, and you may resist the Hollywood, the Mm -hmm. lure of Hollywood, but you're following them on social media and watching it 60 seconds at a reel Mm -hmm. at a time. And all of a sudden, it's affecting you. What you're exposing yourself to is affecting you. Mm-hmm. You're abiding there, and now you're joining yourself to them. Mm-hmm. And it's identifying you. It's tweaking how you think. All of a sudden, you are lot standing at the door negotiating with your children. I can vouch for this because my wife follows DIYers. What is that? Do-it-yourselfers. Okay. So this is real. This is a real... Are you sure you're going here? Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. calling her out. Okay. Mm -hmm. In front of Pastor McKillop and everybody. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. So if I'm sitting with my wife and we, you know, I would use the term vegging. So if we're both on our phones and she opens up her social media, it's literally probably women her age with skill saws and jab saws and they're building furniture and they are remodeling bathrooms. Yep. And these people are putting content out. And my wife is really into this stuff. And guess what? It affects her because guess what? I go home and the bathroom is painted. And she's putting There's a saw on the kitchen table. <laughs> Legit. She goes to a yard sale and buys a chair and rips it apart and redoes it. And right. Right. A very less concerning than the stuff we're talking about, but. What you are into, what you consume, yeah. and what you consume reveals itself is your life. And okay, that's so just... that leads that leads to the second thing. First of all, you got to man- you got to monitor what you're connecting to. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you've got to be able to hone in on the skill set mm-hmm. of disconnecting mm-hmm. from what it is. I'm just telling you, if there's a young person listening to us, that there is some idiot, and I use that word intentionally, mm-hmm. that is stalking you online. You do have the right to block that person. Exactly. You need to get rid of them. Okay? Don't let them shame you into sharing indecent 
photos and and don't let them guilt you into why are you blocking me on Facebook and why, okay? They've, we've got to teach our children. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, is we've got to learn it ourselves. It is okay to disconnect from toxic relationships in, re, in real life and social networking. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, is we have got to monitor how connected we are going to stay with people that are okay to be connected with. Oh, very good. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You got to pull your foot from your neighbor's door. Yeah. I don't need to know every time you bake cinnamon buns. (laughs) Really, just bake the cinnamon buns and drop them off at my house. I'll taste them. Yes. (laughs) Okay? I mean, there's these people that, that... Day after day after day after day after day, they just update every little thing that they've ever done in their life. I really don't care that you just brushed your teeth. Yep. So it's it's disconnecting from the people that you shouldn't be disconnected from, and it's monitoring how open that you need to be with those that are that that really it is okay. So you gotta have some house rules. Yeah. You gotta set some things down. It is okay to have a meal without your device at the table. Yeah. Okay? I don't think that your children need devices in their rooms. I, I think, I th- and, and you can set the age threshold for that, mm-hmm. but but that's the, just, 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 just have a discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Set some house rules down and say, we're not going to do this any more than this. We're not going to play games any longer than this. We're not going to do, mm-hmm. I went in, okay, I got a picture of this. I'm not sharing it, but I went in the other day to wake up my son, who I've already told you doesn't have a device, and he'd fallen asleep the night before, mm-hmm. and his Bible was on his pillow, and a book was on his pillow. Wow. Not an iPhone. Wow. Not an iPad. Okay? He's 14 years of age, and he fell asleep either reading one or the other. Mm-hmm. Do you know that that's still okay? He didn't fall asleep playing Angry Birds, mm-hmm. recording TikTok videos. Mm-hmm. He did. Okay? That doesn't mean he doesn't play it. Mm-hmm. We have a device that he uses and we monitor his time. You just need some house rules. Mm-hmm. Just set it down and go, you're not going to be connected to that many people. Mm-hmm. You're not, you, you, no, no, you're not. You're, 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 it's okay. Just, just. Let dad and mom help you with this. So I just have to say, you've been on quite a rant, and we're almost out of time. We really are. Yai, a rant. Just saying. It's been quite a, a rant. Can I ask you this about this whole discussion? How do you think the whole social media and connection thing works into the world of Pentecost and church world? And, you know, I know we've, we've touched on this before in other episodes, mm-hmm. but, you know, mm-hmm worrying about what other churches do or you even have talked about pastors and how you share content right. and right. you're very cognizant of that. Right. Even with this platform here. Yeah. So there's saints from numerous churches that listen to this. Yeah. You need to have this discussion with your pastor. I. That's why you will hear me say, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be the pastor for the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be your pastor. But so, so th- there's an ethical approach mm-hmm. to this. Where as you travel, people connect with you from other churches, right, follow you. Right, yeah. And I think that that brings up, the there's boundaries. Mm-hmm. There's boundaries that don't need to be crossed. 
Mm-hmm. Okay? So I think that social media is a tool. Clearly, we use it. I think it's a tool. But let's come back to what we said at the beginning. If it's only pleasure that you're using to bring all of these relationships together, mm. then that is not a justifiable reason for forming the relationship. It needs to add something to you. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a tool. Relationships need to aid you mm-hmm. in, in accomplishing what God has purposed for you to become. Okay? Yeah. So there, I believe social media platforms can be a tool. Networking can be a tool. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. It's an awesome way to get prayer requests out. It's an awesome way to raise attention about needs, to present vision, to cast vision, yep. missionaries, etc. It's an incredible tool. Mm-hmm. But there's also a danger in it. Mm-hmm. Let me throw this out as, as, as a potential danger for the world of Pentecost, if you will, Here's a good rule of thumb. It, it alarms me what some people like. Mm-hmm. You, you do know that people can see that. Mm-hmm. What, why did they like that? Mm-hmm. That is an immodest picture. Mm-hmm. That is something that is clearly not wholesome material, and they liked it. Mm-hmm. You do know that when you like something, that is your approval. Mm-hmm. You're putting your approval on it. I think these are some of the rules that you need to put around yourself with a relationship. If I cannot like it, if I cannot approve of it, mm. then maybe I should distance myself from it. So back to your question, I think it can be a tool, but I think it also mm. can be a detriment. And so we've, we've, we've got to make sure. Let, let me give this example. Maybe we can, we can kind of wrap wrap up my rant, as you've said. <laughs> oh, that's great. With this. Relationships are not always formed for the right reason. Hmm. Okay? Herod and Pilate formed a relationship because they had a common enemy. Very true. Politically, they would never have been together. Oh, right? they were at each other's throats. Yeah, up until that point. Okay, mm-hmm. but the moment they had a common enemy mm-hmm. was a moment that they formed that relationship that ultimately led to Jesus being crucified. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Totally. Yeah. Why are you forming that relationship? If you're forming that relationship only because you hate the same thing mm-hmm. or you dislike the same individual then maybe that relationship is one that you need to cut off. You need to form relationships that are around that common element of this is who God said I am. If you have to, if you have to, if you have to um, uh, camouflage that you're apostolic mm-hmm. for this relationship to work, mm-hmm. then that's a good key that maybe you should walk away from that relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you should just disconnect from that, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and somewhere throughout this process, and I hope this has bled through in what we've said over the last few moments, the healthy relationships can be preserved because of the disconnecting from the unhealthy relationships. If there's a toxic, toxic relationship in your life, disconnect from it. Whether in whether in 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 reality, 
or something that is a digital connection. Um, we, we, we need to learn this art, this balance. And I think we prayerfully have got to approach it. We need to be, um, I believe it was justice that, that it's said in, in the book of Acts, maybe the 18th chapter, that had joined his house fast to the synagogue. Yeah. Okay? That's, that's a network and a relationship that from that relationship, all other relationships either exist or cease mm -hmm. based on whether or not they're okay with that. If you got a problem with the fact that I am fastly connected to this apostolic truth and to this apostolic message, then I'm sorry. What fellowship hath light with darkness? What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? I am not compromising my relationship with the church and with the word of God and with the people of God to just be able to pick up a few other relationships in another arena. And so I think, I think the, the takeaway from all of this needs to be you don't need to be guilted into keeping toxic relationships alive and for sure, if it's online, disconnect from it. Mm. Every once in a while, just take a break. Every once in a while, just say, I'm, I'm just going to focus on the people in my life that really matter. And keep listening to King Speak. Just don't disconnect from them. That's right. <laughs>